Never say never. That's what I always say. Should you say never? Should you not say never? We're in the middle of our Winning with Words mini-series. It's a five-part mini-series on this podcast. Welcome to The Driven Entrepreneur. I'm Matt Browning. Today is episode four out of five, where we talk about never say never. We're going to break down the words that are the universals of our lives, the nevers, the always, and the everys in today's episode. Last week, we hit getting unstuck with words, really powerful teaching, all about how to use language to get yourself out of stuck situations and stuck feelings in life, and how to move out of procrastination into action just by changing your vocabulary. So if you missed that, go back last week and check out episode three. And next week, don't forget, we're going to be here talking about tone. I call that episode, Say It Like You Mean It. We've all heard someone say that, so make sure you check out. That's going to be a really fun one because this is going to be our Christmas Eve episode. Episode five, concluding our mini-series, so make sure you check it out last uh, next week. Let's get into the show. Welcome to The Driven Entrepreneur, where we sit down with visionaries, trailblazers, and entrepreneurs, and discover why and how they do what they do. We'll get the backstory, plus plenty of life and business lessons along the way. Here's your host, Matt Browning. Hey, this episode is brought to you by my very own NLP practitioner course. I've been teaching neuro-linguistic programming, or NLP, for nearly 15 years. It is the most powerful tool for communication on the planet, and it can be yours today. For a very limited time, I'm giving away my entire NLP course workbook for free. Go to nlpwithmatt.com. All the patterns, all the tools, and the techniques of NLP in the complete course workbook, the same one that we use to teach our live certification classes, yours free. nlpwithmatt.com. Get it today. Let's get back to the show. All right. So what does it mean to never say never? Should you say never? Should you not say never? Should you say always? Should you never say always? Should you, how does this whole thing work? Well, today we're breaking down this word that we teach in neuro-linguistic programming, or NLP, and we're going to break down a word called universal quantifiers. Now, that's just a fancy way to describe words that we use that basically either encompass every possibility or no possibilities. They're extremes. They're exaggerations. Uh, the basis of hyperbole. Sometimes they're a lie. Like when you say to someone you love, you always talk to me that way. Well, do they always talk to you that way every single time? Or does it seem like it happens a lot? So instead of saying, this happens often, or this happens 32.8% of the time, <laughs> who says that? No one does. So instead we say words like, this always happens, or you never remember anything. I never remember anything? You see how extreme that is. So I want to talk to you today about the different ways to use these, because here's the truth. They're all lies. <laughs> Nine times out of 10, at least, the full exaggerated, all-encompassing universal language is almost always a lie. It's not really true. But we speak in everyday language as if they are true. So what do we do about it? What's the problem with that? Well, one of the problems we found, uh, Virginia Satir found this in the family therapy model. Uh, and you can look at many, many works of Virginia Satir. A lot of our NLP work has been modeled off of what Virginia did with families and couples. And one of the major patterns that she found was people would exaggerate by using these universal terms whenever they would talk about problems. 
And the interesting thing is, check this out, we've seldom used these same, uh, the same universal terms to exaggerate positive things. They're usually used for negative things. So if, you know, my wife forgets something, she never does. Baby, you're, you're an angel. You really are. But let's say I forget something and my wife says, oh, you're always forgetting things. Now, is that 100% true? Of course not. But it's true some of the time. Look, I forget things a lot, but it's not every single time. So think about it in your own life. Do you oftentimes say a universal term like always or every or never when you're talking about the things you don't like versus when you talk about the things you do like? See, what's funny is when someone, I don't know, maybe say you bring them flowers, you bring your, your significant other flowers, do they say, oh, you always bring me flowers. That's so sweet. Maybe they say that, but it's just interesting that we find that it's not nearly as often. So let me give you a couple of examples of these. So there's the always, never, every. So things like you might say, no one, like no one ever listens to me. No one gets me. No one ever does any chores around this house. Really? No one ever does? You're the only person who's ever done anything. Again, you got to ask yourself, is that true? It could be, of course. If it is true, well, you know, you got something, you got something there to talk about. But usually what people are trying to express, we find in the NLP world, people are in that situation are trying to express that it feels as if no one ever helps even though they know that people do help sometimes, but it's not as often as they want. So we need to start learning to use in our language patterns, we need to start telling the truth. So consider, instead of saying no one ever lifts a finger around this house, you say, you know, I'm the person who probably does the most amount of work, and I know the kids or whoever else, maybe my spouse, you know, they do help, but it's not as often as I'd like. What Virginia found in her therapeutic models was that the more specific people could get around what gave them discomfort or what the problem was, the more you could do something to change it. See, if, if someone in my family just looks at me and says, Matt, you, you never help out, what can I do to change that? Well, what I would probably start doing is I would start thinking of all the things that I could do to help out, but I'd probably have to get over myself first. <laughs> I'd have to get over a little frustration feeling judged. I'd have to get over like, well, come on, I do help. And, you know, and I just did this and I just did that. And I'll find myself justifying what I've done when really what my wife's trying to tell me is that it feels that way. And I say, where specifically? I ask her questions like different. Instead of saying, yeah, I do. I just took out the trash the other day. Instead of saying that, I've learned to start asking questions like, so it feels to you like no one's helping you. And I get that. So what is it that you need? And it's like, well, I need to feel taken care of, or I need to feel like we're all contributing. Okay, awesome. So if you need to feel that way, what are some situations or what are some places specifically that, that me or maybe Val, our son, could help out? What's something specifically that you feel you've been going at it alone? And what it comes down to is it's one thing like, well, it's I'm the one who cleans the bathroom and no one has ever cleaned the bathroom. And I go, that's fair. That's actually true. So then we start working out, well, is that something that should change? You know, like in our house, we, you know, we divvy things up. So like I do the dishes, she does the laundry and we, we kind of split things around like that. So maybe it's something that, you know, it just feels like that. And maybe what she's looking for is acknowledgement or maybe what she's looking for is for someone to chip in. But here's the thing. 
those conversations, they don't start off by saying, this is how I feel and this is what I need and what I'm really looking for and here's some specific details, do they? They usually don't start off like that. They usually start off and you can tell that you need to uncover more of the picture because they start off with a universal, no one ever helps me, everyone's out to get me. Well, all of us around here think this, you know, a, you know uh, none of us are, are voting for that new person. You know, all of us want this. Every time. How about an every time? That's a great one. <sighs> you do this to me every time. Every time we have an argument, you always do this. It's like, again, that's not necessarily true. So my encouragement for you today in this mini episode is never say never, but really don't. <laughs> never say never. Try really hard to hear yourself. So the first step, what do you do about it? Well, the first step is hear you need to hear yourself talking and listen to the different words you use. And when you hear yourself say a never, uh, always, and every time, a no one, one of those types of universal quantifiers, universal words as we call it, NLP, uh, catch yourself in it. And maybe just ask the question. Usually what I do is when I hear that with a client or, or a friend, I might just echo that word back as a question. It's not hard and I'm, I'm not judging or anything. It's pretty simple. I'm just echoing it back. They say, oh, man, I never get a chance to do this. And it works great with kids especially. Everyone's always taking the candy. I never get a chance to go first. You just look at them and say, never? And they might say, well, it feels like that. And then you can start talking about, well, have there been times when you have gone first? And what does it mean to go first? Or what does it mean to have patience? What does it mean to wait for someone and sacrifice and give someone else a turn on the slide or whatever it is you're talking about? Especially when you're talking with a child, it's so powerful to help them catch themselves in these language traps, these language patterns. When you can really start catching yourself saying the nevers and the always, the universal words, you can start to learn that there's always more under the surface and you can uncover more information. You can uncover more about a situation and you'll find, again, nine times to 10 times out of 10, it's not really true. And if you're walking around constantly talking about things that aren't true, if you're constantly talking uh, in hyperbole, you're constantly talking in exaggeration, eventually it just start, it starts to catch up in conversations. So my encouragement today is listen to yourself, catch yourself in those words, and then ask the question, this happens every time. Every time? Well, maybe it's time to, to say the truth. Maybe it's time to say, well, it feels like it's every time. I know that it's not. I know that I do win sometimes, and I know that people do look out for me, and people do care. But today, I feel, you know, I guess probably a few things have come down on me, or maybe I've lost, uh, you know, two different accounts, or again, whatever's happening. And maybe that's why it feels like everyone's out to get me. The truth is, everyone's not out to get me. I just lost a couple of times, and it didn't feel good, and I'm losing hope a little bit, so I want to regain my hope. And that is a heck of a lot more productive than just talking about how it never works. So that's my encouragement this week. Get out there. Look, it's a week before Christmas. Tomorrow is my birthday. I'm turning 40 years old. So if you're listening to the end of this episode, hallelujah. You just learned something about me. Matt Browning is turning 40, and I'm ready to make next decade the best decade. I hope you're ready to make this next week the best week of your life, the best week of your business. Get out there. Pay attention to your language this week. Have some fun with it. And remember, if you listen to, we have a little... Um, uh, I talked about my NLP practitioner manual course going out. So listen in to the end. There's a great way. I'm going to, I'm giving away my NLP practitioner manual for free to any podcast listener. Um, 
I'll give you some more details at the end of the show. Remember, this is our Teaching Tuesday, so I hope you enjoyed this. We're part four out of five of our mini-series. Next week, make sure you subscribe if you haven't already. If you're listening on the airwaves, if you're on uh, one of our radio stations, make sure you head over and find The Driven Entrepreneur On Demand, and you can get that anywhere you get podcasts. iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Play, wherever you podbean, anywhere you get podcasts, and you can subscribe on that platform you're choosing, and you'll get it to the device of your choosing, And the great thing with subscriptions, if you're new to the podcast world, is that you'll get this automatically shown to your phone. Your phone doesn't even download it necessarily. It can stay in the cloud, but you'll automatically know when new episodes come out, so you won't miss any of these mini-series we're doing on Tuesdays. This Friday, we have an awesome interview coming out with a driven entrepreneur as per usual, and I'll see you next, uh, well, I'll see you Friday in a couple of days. Uh, For now, get out there and listen to your language and crush it. (laughs) 